Shalom, everyone. This is Noach bin Yamin, and welcome to Torah Thoughts, a weekly Parsha podcast where I delve into the worlds of Judaism, mental health, and personal growth. Torah Thoughts of the Week. Where are you? Torah Thoughts of the Week. Where are you? Parshat Reshit. I hope everyone had a great end to Chag and that you're doing well. Today we begin our study of Torah from the beginning. There is a sharp transition when we begin Genesis, from law in Dvarim to story in Breshit. What is so beautiful is that these words have remained the same for thousands of years, and yet each soul's encounter into the eternal text finds a new place, uncharted territory. This is why we can say that there are 70 panim to Torah. And what I think can be difficult is that there is so much scholarship in the world. Who are we to interpret? And how do we know if we interpret rightly? And yet, I think the Torah begins with, I think that the Torah beginning with stories and not law in the halachic procedure allows for each individual to exercise their creative freedom and license to see into the story and to grapple with its multiple meanings. So here is one I have in this moment, based on things I have learned and interacted with. When Adam and Eve eat from the forbidden fruit, and first experience that dreadful human emotion of shame, Hashem asks Aika, Where are you? Hashem is not accusatory. It is not a why to begin. It is not blame and attack, but rather concern in drawing close. On this verse, Rashi talks about how God, He knew where Adam was, but he wanted to enter into conversation and understanding. As I have learned from many teachers, including Rabbi Sachs, what was Adam's response? He blames his wife. And who does Chava blame? The snake. No one takes ownership. What is the contrast between God's questions and humankind's response? I think it is the paradigm of I think it is the paradigm of what is naturally human and what we can strive to do on a soul level, a godly level. The human response to God forbid making mistakes is to blame the other. And in blame, the locus of control goes beyond oneself and one is overpowered by whatever forces forced you to do what you did. And what is God's response to another's wrongdoing? Understanding. What is happening for you? In the space of where are you, there is room for multiple perspectives, multiple sides, There is room to take responsibility and also room to admit what is beyond our control, the ways that maybe environment or biology or anything else has impacted the situation. Adam's response is true. Chava had some responsibility. And Chava was also right. The snake had some responsibility. And yet it's not the whole picture. Adam could have said, I made a mistake. I should have thought things through better and I didn't. And I also struggled because I didn't know what to do when my spouse shared the apple with me. And Chava could have taken some responsibility and yet also said that she was confused and deceived and taken advantage of by the snake. But I think God's response is meant to help us elicit and to access any sense of power and choice we have, even if other factors limit that choice. It is emphasized that Israel is not destined to the stars or that we do not run on muzzle only. 
meaning that with faith in God, a person should never feel that he cannot, a person should never feel that they cannot do even a tiny bit to gain greater choice and flexibility and responsibility. And God's response also teaches us how we can respond to others, not with blame to begin, but with understanding, not to minimize responsibility, but to increase human connection. With love and revealed goodness, may Hashem bless us to do our best, that if God forbid we have made a wrong, or one has made a wrong to us, we can be guided with the words, Aicha, where are you? Allowing us to have compassion for ourselves and others, while not alleviating our own sense of responsibility and agency. Shabbat Shalom. Love, Noach Binyamin.